0: fellatio fellatio syphilis
1: syphilis cunnilingus psilocybin (laughs) psilocybin
0: this is how the professionals do it that's right you learn to enunciate and pronounce fellatio
1: STC pod and the opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the presenters therein without any affiliation or obligation to any establishment they real or imagined, even if they wanted it. Now, get ready and hit, start to continue. All right, I think this thing is going, so we are up and running. A lot
0: faster than what uh, Retro Fandango does, that's for sure.
1: I will set this up for the listeners. We are again uh, going through the internet. Me and Joe are at our respective houses talking through Google Hangouts. This is a shirt off record. I'm sweating like a pig. It is. It's scary. He's all veined out and he's got his chains on. I leave the chains to the professionals. It is Wednesday night. So uh, this is it. The last STC pod before the Barry Game Exchange. That's right. We're coming to come and wreck wreck that show if you're just tuning in it's a big show coming on. we're gonna have uh, a guest popping by later on and we're gonna have a huge this. who's coming by stay tuned for a major major announcement coming up you got to stick around and we're gonna regis and kelly it and not say it until the last 30 seconds of the show but it might not be 30 seconds so you can't just skip to the 30 second mark either so Uh, i got you on that too i see what you're gonna do you're not gonna do that so you're just gonna have to wait and listen and then the big announcement's coming and the whole world's gonna go crazy but enough of that crap our guest has finally arrived (laughs) here he is nintendo hodge is on the scene
2: hello and i hope everybody's doing good
1: yeah better now that you're here
2: well thank you yeah
1: this is a
0: shirt off record
2: shirt off record? I I don't think I want to put anybody to shame, so I'm going to leave this one on. (laughs) I'm sweating. That's why mine's off.
0: We didn't turn our AC on yet today.
2: It's not AC time yet.
0: It is in my little room (laughs) where I record. Especially with the door shut so the wife doesn't hear. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I apologize, uh, Hodge, that you have to see this through your screen, but... It's good that someone else has to deal with it other than me.
0: <laughs> Look at this guy. Yeah.
1: Hey, you never told me Haji was coming on tonight.
0: Oh, no, I did so. Him. What a nice surprise this is, man. The King of the it's North.
1: So... <laughs> That's true. I like
2: that. That's a good title. I like that.
1: I wasn't sure if we were going to get young. We... Things have been hectic at work.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is, uh... I mean, I guess I can share a little bit. Um, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, a lot of people know what I do. I'm in it and, uh, we've, we've had some problems with some, uh, ransomware stuff. So, yeah, I don't know if you guys have had any experience with that, but I'm sure everybody's heard of it. So yeah. So I've been putting in lots of OT for the last three days. Um, and, uh, yeah, we still got more yet to go. So
0: it's not fun. Is this your first experience dealing with it?
2: Yeah, I've uh, I've been doing IT stuff for like 15 20 years and I've never seen this before in my life. I've heard about it. Um I don't even actually know anybody that's experienced it before until myself now. So
1: Did you uh try turning it off and turning it back on again? <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's
1: that's that's the first thing we always do. <laughs> yeah, like this, this gotta be crazy for you. Cause isn't mostly your day just playing Tetris and telling people to turn it on and off again?
2: Yeah, pretty much. I actually have to work right now. So
0: I was going to say you're putting in the long hours with work. Is that taken away from uh, the final setup for the game exchange?
2: Actually, yeah, it's hurt me. So I, I worked till, uh, about, about seven o'clock tonight, I think, or so, and I got home and nobody was home yet, so I actually had to do a bunch of BG stuff. I got to print, uh, just printing out like the table covers, right? So we put on who's got what table. So, I mean, just even little things like that, it doesn't take that long to do, but I haven't had a chance to do them because I've been so busy at work. I get home, I'm exhausted, hop in the shower, and then go to bed.
0: Well, how about this? Um, how about you let people know in case it may be too late for this show for some people, but. Ah, uh, you do two shows a year. So why don't you just tell some people what the Barry Game Exchange is and where they can find it?
2: Yeah, of course. Um, if you go to our website, BarryGameExchange.ca, you'll get all the info there. You can see our past shows. Um, we are the largest video game swap. Uh, I feel comfortable to say in Canada, um, we have vendors that come from all over. You buy a table, forty dollars a table, and you can come sell your wares, whether it's video games. Whether it's comics, whether it's like artwork, anything geek-related, video game-related, like we have tons of uh, board game vendors. Um, we have uh, Magic the Gathering is starting to kind of become a big thing. We're actually doing a, a demo. Miles uh, from flock of nerds, he's going to be doing a Magic uh, like tournament there during the event and stuff. So uh, we've we've grown and we keep growing, which is awesome.
1: We have uh, artificial vaginas at our table for sale. Is that is that okay? <laughs> I didn't hear you say that.
2: As as long as uh there's no testing <laughs> of them out, maybe I think we'll oh, be okay. They're all used.
1: They're edibles. <laughs> 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 they're edibles.
2: The, the edibles?
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: Actually, you know what? Those will probably be a big hit.
1: So yeah, you've got this uh you're expanded into the the card universe you got this magic uh, thing happening can can mm-hmm. you try to explain to me what that's all about because you know I have no clue
2: I uh, I have minimal experience with magic I actually never played it as a kid um, probably about maybe eight ten years ago um, I actually played a little bit of it it was okay um, it's just like a card game. Um, you have X amount of cards and your card has to be better to beat. The, there's a lot of rules and stuff. I mean, I get it. I understand it, but to explain it, I couldn't.
1: <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Miles from flock and nerd nerds will be running that yeah. and I hope it's okay. We'll be making fun of them through most of the show. <laughs> yeah. That's already part of my checklist. We're bringing stuff to throw. <laughs> uh, there's guaranteed to be lots of ladies in that magic area, right?
2: Oh yeah, guaranteed. I think.
1: Mostly ladies. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay,
2: ladies.
1: Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, if you haven't, uh, for some reason heard of, uh, Nintendo Hodge before he's a co-creator and founder and, uh, showrunner of the Berry game exchange. And, uh, man, this thing is massive and all of us in the gaming hobby land, uh, can't wait to get to it every year. So congratulations on, Continuing uh, a su- successful run with this
2: thing. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, this is uh show six. Uh, we already have the date booked for show seven, um and Ooh, yeah, exclusive. Yeah. Exc- exclusive. yeah, sure, exclusive. Sure, yeah. um I, I don't even know if I shared this with anybody yet. So let me uh, just confirm here. I don't want to give the wrong date. Exclusive
1: breaking news. Take that, Fandango.
2: So uh, BGE seven will be on uh, August twenty sixth.
1: God damn it, Haji. Every single time. Are we working? <laughs> yes. Yeah. What, days or nights? Uh, days. Let me, the, uh,
0: let me check the STC pod calendar here.
1: Every time.
0: <laughs> August 26 That's all right. We can take care of it. Man,
1: come on, Haji. Yeah, check uh, with us first.
2: Uh, you know what we would love to uh to do it later but unfortunately the ice will be back in uh, any later than that and that's a, actually the latest time we can go so
1: right and you uh you take over an entire uh, uh hockey rink for this thing so yeah. there's lots of space
2: oh tons like uh, i've been to a number of events um actually it was just at one this past weekend and um we have the most room. Um, I'm preferable to our layout and just the flow of everything. Uh, I feel no. And I mean, I run it, but I feel we run probably the best show around.
1: Well, I went to that, uh, I'll drop the name, the Durham one once and I'm not going back there again, cause it was just <laughs> too ran. It was too freaking ran with smelly middle-aged men, too much stomachs rubbing together and stuff. Couldn't do it. And the Waterloo show sucks, so what show is it really to go to
0: except for Barry? <laughs> is there a Waterloo? Does that still I happen? Think, I think Haji put the Waterloo one out of business.
2: Uh from last I heard Waterloo is officially done and no longer. Nice. You've,
0: you've cornered the market, Haji. I don't know what that sound was, but I like it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was just the ringer on my phone. We just uh we'll just- That was your
0: victory song every time it says Waterloo is
1: dead. <laughs> when Haji guests on a podcast, he brings his own soundboard. So he has all his own sound effects.
0: All right, so Haji right. two shows a year. Yep. How much time off do you get within that year span of being able to not think about the the water or the berry game exchange? Um What's your norm- vacation time from it?
2: Normally it's after the fall show because the, the spring show and then we just got to go right into planning for the next show because especially now that we can't go any later, we had to, we had to go later in the spring is the ice stays in until a certain point. So we had to push it by a month. We would have already liked to have already had this show happen, but unfortunately we can't now. So we only have uh, like three and a half months, four months between shows. So my summer is is tight with that stuff and then basically after that show i get a couple of months off up until christmas or maybe just past christmas in the new year and then we start rolling with uh, the spring show
0: and do you sell at the show at all sometimes right
2: yeah my uh my wife and then normally a buddy of ours helps run the table so i'll have uh last show i think i had four tables this show i'm only gonna have two so
0: and you also have the online store that you run uh warp zone right?
2: Yeah, yeah. That's uh, it's been a it's been a little dormant right now because most of the time that is done through yard sales and garage sales. Um, Kijiji's been very dry lately for me, and even Facebook groups. So I'm looking forward to getting back out and yard sailing, especially with the nice weather finally coming around. Um, I've actually seen a few people. South, south of me posts that they've already been to yard sales and stuff. So once that kicks back in, I'll be able to start getting more inventory back up, but yeah.
0: Yeah. So you're up in Sudbury. How's the uh, uh, garage sale market up there? No, no, I'm not in Sudbury. Not, don't tell me where you live. I know where you live. <laughs> <laughs> you're north of Toronto, so that's Sudbury.
2: Uh, yeah. Um. Actually, where I garage sale, I did really well last summer. Um. That's pretty much how I sourced everything for warp zone. And for what I have like a in my inventory right now, like some was Kijiji deals and pickups and stuff like that. But a lot of it was yard sales. And as long as you do the groundwork and I just stayed local pretty much the whole summer, as long as you ask and do the work, you can find stuff.
1: Yeah. You just keep it up there at the North too. <laughs> you know, your boundaries.
2: Yeah. We got the boundary markers. You keep it up there.
1: I hit, uh, I started yard selling last weekend. It was my first weekend. So that was, was there
2: enough around for you? Yeah.
1: Well, uh, the very first yard sale I hit, it was seven in the morning. No one on the streets at all, except for me and this yard sale and the shark I normally deal with at value village. <laughs> <laughs> so there wasn't enough yard sales to go around for everybody, but I think I went to four or five. I didn't get anything, but it was nice to, uh see that start up again for sure uh you had you had some luck on let go though didn't you Haji? i think you hodged me again on let go
2: did i hodge you again which which pickup you, was that
1: you come up with some uh you had some 3ds games or something or a ds package um thought i saw yeah. something last week yeah i did
2: and i'm trying to remember what it was what was that uh, you're right though i did get a, i got a really great score i'm trying to remember what it was was it the loose games i
1: don't think so bunch of ds stuff and that let go app it's it's been it's been wacky there for an me. atari thrown in their bill or something like that was
0: that it
2: there was a lot i got an atari 2600 lot uh along with a snes classic um and there was like 20 some odd games i think, yeah, with I that think that's lot. the
0: last one i remember
2: yeah, yeah. I'm just looking at my pictures here trying to remember, but yeah, that one, that was actually a good deal. And I've already recouped my costs on that. Are
1: are you noticing anything different with the let go app? Like it's not showing you the newest stuff first. Are you noticing that? Uh,
2: no, I don't, you know what? I don't go on it that often. It's more my wife that's on the let go app and then she'll forward stuff to me. And then I'll look at it and say, Oh, that's awesome. Let's try to get that.
1: (laughs) Hmm. I got to figure out a way to shut down her account. (laughs)
0: how about the two kids are they getting into the collecting hobbies you
2: no not really my daughter has no interest in it um my son just likes to play the games although like we'll get games in and we'll be like oh look we got these games but we're gonna sell these ones he's like well no we need to keep that (laughs) so i guess in a sense he is in that way but he's young young enough now he doesn't quite get it yet so
0: so in terms of keeping stuff, are you having the same issue that a lot of people have, where it's just lack of space, or do you, do you mainly just sell stuff when you sort of like have no interest, no interest in it, as opposed to lack of space?
2: You know what, I my my collecting and my keeping, I think has cut back drastically from what it used to be. Um, I've actually taken stuff off my shelf that I've had for years and i've moved it now like i've even taken a few Wii games out recently um i find i'm keeping less when i buy these lots and i'm moving most of it or i'm only keeping like one game out of a lot moving the rest Hmm. the the space isn't really an issue i i mean i'm just looking around here i'm down in the game room right now and i don't think the space is that big of an issue
1: so with uh, BGE and its constant growth, what, what's uh, what's the strategy for the coming years? If you and the, the, the other founders, have we got together in the war room and discussed a strategy for the future?
2: Yeah, I mean, we, we need to really see how this show goes and how the fall show goes because between – so our last show was our, our biggest numbers we've had yet att- in the attendance – Um, it's also our first show where we expanded to more than just video games and the the result was good, but we need another two solid shows just to confirm that if, if that's going to continue or if it's an anomaly, Uh, we put a lot of money into our advertising. Now Uh, we do the Kijiji, the Facebook and the Instagram advertising. Um, so if the results are what we, we like and we continue to, to grow and keep these numbers and grow them bigger, then there is the potential to, to possibly grow the event to a two day event.
1: Yeah, for sure. And is there a strategy to like, uh, to prepare for if the video game market, if the bubble constricts a little bit, I suppose that's why you're expanding into other stuff. But you know, is that (laughs) on your mind as well?
2: Honestly, no, it hasn't been. Um, yeah, there's more, there's more competition out there and it feels like there's less stuff out there to find, but, I mean, there's tons of these shows that happen, not just here, but even down in the States. And it just, I don't see the bubble bursting anytime soon. People are just jumping from one thing to the next. I mean, even you can see, especially like in the Cartridge Club, and myself included, Atari and the television things like that, seem to have kind of gotten hot again, when before nobody was collecting for them. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's everybody, but... Uh, it's going in cycles and, and I just don't see it ending anytime soon right now.
0: Well, three things. Uh, one first, I am on the hunt for Atari and Coleco visions on the cheap. As am I. Uh, if anybody has any of those, you can hit, uh, find me and bill, uh, two, if the show expands to two days, Haji, um, our accommodations and food paid for, for STC pod. Is that covered? (laughs) And three, um, I hit up some other shows like, uh, well, for my other collecting, like uh, TFCon in Toronto or the 80s Toy Show. Have you ever tried to reach out to the people that deal or vend at the 80s Toy Show and see if any of them would be interested in bringing toys and memorabilia to the game exchange as well to help expand it in that direction?
2: So, yeah, that that's a good question, the, your third one there. Um, so the second one. <laughs> um, we haven't yet, but that that is a great idea because... I, I would love to have those those retro toys. We had a couple vendors at our last show that had like your He-Mans and your Ninja Turtles and things like that. But I mean, I know Transformers is a huge thing out there. Um, I know like your G.I. Joe's and, and anything like that. And that is like a perfect thing to add to our show to expand it and to grow. We haven't yet, but depending on how the next two shows go, that will be something where we would do that for sure.
1: And that would, that would help insulate you from what we were saying, the video game bubble contracting or, you know, to have that other vein of stuff coming in. And I guess the other thing that's different, uh, that the bigger shows have is, uh, guest speakers and panels and that kind of thing. Is that something you guys are looking into or?
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, between, I mean, I know the Cartridge Club, uh, they had their first panel uh, recently. It was was the Midwest Gaming Classic. So they had their panel there, which was awesome. I'm glad that was successful. And that's, that's kind of the idea, doing some panels, whether it's Cartridge Club that can do a panel, whether we can reach out to some other local YouTubers uh, that are in the Toronto and surrounding areas. I know we have a few around here. I already have a few contacts so when we decide to go that route if it's feasible then we have the people to reach out to my concern is I don't want it to become like a corporate thing like I've been to a couple shows where it's like sponsored by and it's all the big companies and stuff like that you know what I mean I don't want to get too big in that sense but it would be cool to be able to add some guest speakers or some YouTube people that people are going to recognize and want to come to see these people.
1: And you're happy with the venue. So you'll be, you'll be sticking there for sure.
2: I hope so. I mean, <laughs> there's not too many other places to go in Barry, um, that will fit our price range. The nice thing about where we are is if we decided to do, uh, a big, big event where it's a two day event, there's the possibility of renting the other, uh, ice surface. So we could have both, both ranks for the whole event.
1: Now you were just at the Northern, was it Northern game expo you were at? Yeah. What yeah, is the Northern game like? expo.
2: You know what? So I haven't been back since they did their inaugural one. Um, I was at their very first show and, uh, this was their fifth show, I believe now. So they, they're just once a year. It was either their fourth or their fifth. Uh, I've ended there, uh, promoted the BG. I, I made some really good money. It's funny. The, the North people, that are there i would say 95 percent of them do not barter whatever the sticker price is on that i'm selling they're paying that price it's it's weird i don't know if they're just more laid back up there or, or they're just because they don't get these events all the time they do not barter at all where any other show here you know if you're selling stuff somebody's coming in
1: cheap and how really giving you sideways looks when you were trying to cut them, uh, cut their prices down a little bit? <laughs>
2: uh, I, you know what? I didn't buy too much. And surprisingly, actually, the stuff that I did buy was stuff to sell again. I had three or four people approach me when I was selling to ask if I was interested in buying stuff. Um, so I actually bought another Atari lot with some games and I bought a few Nintendo games and a few N64 games, but it was strictly, literally, to buy them to resell them. And I told the people right up, because they were looking to sell them. Um, I told them right up that I'm basically going to sell these, so this is what I can offer you for them. And they took my money, which I was happy for.
1: <laughs> well, uh, that sounds good. Barry Game Exchange happening this Sunday. That's May 7th? 6th. Six. Six. Six, Six. Starting at?
0: 11 p.m. for VIP. <laughs>
1: Twelve to four for everybody
0: else. Tickets are five dollars, right?
2: That's right, five dollars at the door. We still have VIP; those will be on sale pretty much up until uh, the end of Saturday. So, if you're looking for VIP and you hear this, uh, they're still available at ten dollars each, and that'll and it, get you in at
1: eleven. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good perk. It's worth it. It's it's still a limited ticket, the VIPs, right?
2: It is. We we just actually still happen to have
1: some. And food is there going to be food on site?
2: yeah barbecue will be there again so burgers and uh, drinks uh, pop and water will be for sale as well and we're in a good location that if for whatever reason you decide you don't want the burgers there's lots of stuff close by we'll have our uh, rest area inside as well so there'll be an area with some tables set up that you can go just kind of chill out if you want to take a load off for a bit from buying games and uh, we'll have a couple game systems set up there again so if you feel like playing some games while you're you're waiting that'll be there um I already mentioned earlier miles will be doing the magic um, but we'll also have another vendor there doing um, some uh, card games so like there's a um final fantasy trading card game and there's a couple others so they'll be doing demos of those all day as well
1: and uh, the stc pod duo will be there at their own table bill and joe together in person you can meet tom cruise and get his autograph You'll be there for a short amount of time. If you can nail him down in one spot, he likes to butterfly around a bit. But And,
0: and as I've said, everything at our table must go. Nothing is coming home. Prices are extremely negotiable. <laughs> Cheapest prices you'll find at the show. Mine will still be expensive. And we're going to have everything from games to systems to board games to movies to buy to records to buy. We have it all. Nice. Nice.
1: Those VHS shoppers out there can uh, look to Joe's table. Goddamn right. Be very really <laughs> exciting. <laughs> and board games. Board games of the yim yam. Holy yep. mackerel.
2: That's good. That's what I like to hear. That's the variety. We, we, we have tons of video games, but I like when we have the variety of stuff now. We attract
1: all those other people. Yeah, we got your board games. So what kind of setup uh, did you give us? Can you let us... Can you give us any hints? Are we in a Uh, position or
2: you, I believe are pretty much where you guys were last year.
1: Oh, excellent. So we got the boards behind us, kind of thing.
2: You got the boards behind you again. Yep.
1: Yeah. you got to keep the the fans at bay. So can't let them get all around us. And we'll have the, the uh, we'll have the same waitress waiting on us. So it's all good.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Right on. So I think we can move on to other business. I think everyone has been waiting to hear with bated breath, how Joe's sleep has been with his new machine.
0: I did get my sleep apnea machine on the last Friday. So that would have been uh, May 4th. Picked that up. I got the mask that covers your nose and your mouth because he wanted me to try that mask first in case I, he was worried about me being like a mouth breather where your mouth opens up and then basically the. You know the apparatus is pretty useless, so I tried that for like four days, and it's it was literally four days of just fighting with the mask all night till like two three in the morning, where I'd rip it off in frustration and just
1: sleep without it, and then come well, to work and cry to me about it all yeah. day. Uh, not cry, yell at you. Cry, how you were done with this? You, you weren't
0: doing it. You CPAP guys, this is bullshit. <laughs> So I had another, I made an emergency appointment today because my follow-up's not till next week, where I went in today, gave him the mask back, and came home with, um, what's it called, a nasal pillow mask, or uh, plugs? Nasal pillow, yep. They felt great at the shop, so we'll see what happens tonight, it'll be the, the first trial run. I'll give them the full week, because I don't see him till next Friday, and uh, we'll see how they go, but yeah, hopefully uh, things can get back to normal. Well, I'll just keep that yapper shut. That's that it. Right? So, hope you're happy. Got the mask. You can't bother me about anything anymore.
1: Well, it, we'll be dealing with your compli- your compliance from now on. Yeah, hmm. you have to actually use it. Well, I will if it works. Well, <laughs> like it, I said, it. and it's not a wind tunnel blowing in my face while I'm trying it to sleep. Take some time, and uh, you should have seen it, Haji. the first day back. My nose is all sore. It
0: It tears up my nose. I was breaking out on the side from the mask and (laughs) the
1: bottom of my nose was raw from rubbing on that plastic. Well, That doesn't make sense because you said it was a nose and mouth mask. Yeah, I know
0: it didn't make sense. How did it happen still?
1: (laughs) I know how it happened. You're so obsessive compulsive. You had it probably so tight that like there was zero clearance anywhere on your face. Your whole face was probably smushed. It was tight, yes.
0: Because
1: <laughs> it's just supposed to ride your face like a hover.
0: And then the wind kept blowing up into my eyes. And then I adjust it and my wife would wake up. And it was all that. R- rinse and repeat for four days.
2: <laughs> now, what is your pressure number? Do you know?
0: Um, he said mine was, because it adjusts throughout the night, right?
2: Oh, it nears changes throughout the night. Yeah, mine changes. Slow, he said, so
0: he said mine goes from 7 to 14, whatever that is.
2: Okay. Ooh. see my mine's at a constant 11 okay and it's been that's been forever basically now so i've gone through the process uh, because i started a new job i have the money now to get myself a new machine uh I, i'm assuming it's gonna be similar to what you just got which is like the cadillac of machines it's very nice uh i tried the nasal pillow they had a gave it to me as a test in the office and unfortunately it won't work. It's not big enough, I guess. So there's too much air leakage. Uh, So Hmm. I, yeah. So I can't use the nasal pillow. They gave me another one to try and I don't know what it's called, but it's similar to the nasal pillow and it just kind of sits under your nose. And it it almost more reminds me of like the tubes of like oxygen you would wear. Right. But it sits right under your nose and then kind of loops up around your ears And it's good when you're lying on your back. The second I roll over onto my side and then you push your face against the pillow, it moves. And then it doesn't have a good seal anymore. So I'm going to have to go back to my normal
1: mask, I believe. Mm. What are are you you using, Bill? Uh, The nasal pillows. (laughs) This is a great conversation for people (laughs) who invest in CPAP. But this is the future, folks. Invest your money in CPAPs. Anyways, it's the two separate nasal pillows, like one for each nostril and they come in different sizes, Haji. I don't know. They
2: they had, she said they had two sizes. I think it's a small and what the other one's a medium large. And she tried two different types of the medium large on me. And for whatever reason, there was enough leakage that she didn't like how it was uh, sitting on my nose. So
1: Hmm. Man, I swear by that one. It is it is perfect. Now I did try the one you got when it yeah. was brand new because every time I'd go in to get a new mask or something, I'm like what's the new model? And they show me uh, they showed me that one, and it just has like one slit that sits under your nose, right? One opening.
2: Yeah, that's exactly. And,
1: it. Uh, oof, I did not like because that slit will like I found it would bite into my skin, like almost <laughs> under my nose and. My nostrils and I did not like it. I that was the first mask I ever returned. Okay. And went back to the good old nasal pillows. It's it's the Mm -hmm. best one. It is. And it has like baffles in the exhaust so it doesn't shoot out that jet of air.
0: Yeah, it is a lot quieter.
1: Mm -hmm. Or at least from the five minutes I tried it. Cool. We're officially old men.
2: I I'm I'm just glad you finally used it.
1: I think it's going to come to like when you book a hotel room or something, but there'll be an alarm clock and a CPAP machine there, and you just bring your own hose and you tap into <laughs> it. There's a lot of people on it, a lot of people, and all kinds of people, even like look at Joe, big bodybuilder, you know, I'm not in big. shape.
0: I'm not big. I'm not a bodybuilder. Body Make more stuff up that people believe. <laughs> Uh, how about games, Hodgie? What are you playing now? What,
2: are you uh, go? what have I been playing? Um, not much. My wife's taking the switch over. Uh, she's been playing Stardew Valley. So I haven't touched that switch in a while. Um, the last game I picked up was a game on the DS. Uh, it's called lost in the blue. And I played that this weekend just to kind of test it out. Um, and it almost reminds me, basically, you're shipwrecked on an island, and I only played it for about four days in the game, and you just need to collect food and sticks and stuff to make fire, And but it's one of those DS games where when you're making fire, you have to do the L and R button, so it's simulating like making a fire with yep. a piece of wood, you know what I mean? but then when it gets to a certain point you have to blow into the DS as if you were blowing to start the fire. So I'm sitting there next thing you know I'm starting to do that and there's everybody around me staring at me like what the hell is this guy doing? So <laughs> um, <laughs> besides that it was actually an okay game. So I wish there was another option just to hit a button instead of blowing into my DS.
0: You're not playing that uh what's it called that pirate game that everybody's playing?
2: I was uh, I played for the first, uh, basically the first week or two when it was out and it was fun. Uh, I really enjoyed it, but, uh, I've ju- been so busy with everything else between work and BGE and family and stuff like that. I haven't had a chance to sit down and play much.
1: What about you, Bill? What are you doing? Well, let me good. tell you, if you want to hear what I've been playing, you're going to check out the retro pixel podcast where uh, I made a guess I, I still haven't listened to that yet. That. Respect. <laughs> And uh, me and James got into it quite a bit. Uh, Of course, I had lots to say about, uh, as my kid calls it, Horizon of the Zero Dawn. And uh, I gushed about that because I just finished the main story. So I had lots to say. But that's uh, in the Retro Pixel podcast. You have to check that out uh, on iTunes or Google Play or just go to the Cartridge Club.
0: I love how you stabbed me in the back and went solo on that.
1: Uh, well, he, uh, I had to trick him to get me to, to get on there. Cause no one, no one invites me on podcasts. So I got to trick people. So I, uh, weaseled my way on there. Hmm. He said he wanted you, of course, but I said, look you gotta pay your dues with me first. Then Tom Cruise comes later. What <laughs> we know what the deal is. Hashtag. Where's Joe. <laughs> You don't even answer uh, DMs, so. I answer to... my
0: DMs, and if someone, like... ne- if someone needs me, I'm there. I was talking to Derek today on the DMs. What are you talking about?
1: Forget about Tom Cruise. He's more like Bill Murray. Bill Murray's got that 1-800 number that <laughs> people have to call to book him. And he doesn't answer. Leave a voicemail, and I'll get back to you. <laughs> so, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun, actually. I had a really good chat with him. That was good times. He's my buddy first. And what were you, what were you playing, Joe? What have what have you led us to? What do you want to tell no, us?
0: Nothing special. I haven't been playing anything. Still chugging away on that Vita game. And what Vita game? You know, the one that you don't like. The, the one, no one. The loves. one that I'm sitting and watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> I love it though. I think it's a fantastic series. Oh, balls. Favorite.
1: That is such bull. You sleep through it. You love it because you can sleep through it or something. Anyways, that reminds me, I did notice in my uh, YouTube feed that uh, uh, My Life and Collecting uh, released a new video, I think. Didn't you put something out? Yeah, I think, that, I think
0: that guy put out his uh, PS Vita collection it's of a system and accessories and games.
1: This I is like it's a real it. deal, a fancy video. Have you watched it? No, I haven't
0: got That's, to see it yet. Hashtag respect. <laughs> It's 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 coming. Well, what were you doing today? They didn't have time to watch it. Holy mackerel! I got some interesting text messages from you. Oof! But none of them were like, "Hey, do you want this or do you want that?" Well, for no.
1: Me? Yeah, it was it was quite the day on the thrifts. Let me tell you, it was a good day. I haven't had a day like that in a long time. Every did you beat Haji, you beat Haji to all the stores? I the uh, I went to Haji's wife's thrift store and cleaned that out before she had a chance. I haven't been in so, that one in ages. Actually, no, it had, it had nothing, but, <laughs> uh, I had a little online auction last night. Um, a local auction house had it. Uh, they're called the vintage barn in Barry. I, I shouldn't be telling people. <laughs> uh, I was mad enough that people were bidding against me. I'm like, why do people know about this? This should be my secret. But sure enough, people were bidding against me. And, uh, I picked up some stuff to Chris Roberts later and uh, some Master System games, some of which will be going to the very Game Exchange this weekend. A couple of Wonder Boys. And uh, you know, so I don't I, have a Wonder Boy. It's for sale. Joe Price? Nope. Got to make my money back. That auction <coughs> went high, went way higher than I thought no, it would. No, well, that's your fault that you paid that much for it. I knew I could recoup it in in three games mm-hmm. and then I could keep three games. So that's a way did, to do it. I well,
2: did tell let me. it
1: get a little out of hand. What do you want the wonder boys for? 30 bucks each. What do you think? Haji ripoff for good.
2: Uh, they're loose though. eh?
1: are they loose bill? They're loose. And I'll even give you the, the one with the good label for 30. That's the going rate. 30 bucks.
0: Listen, 20, 20 for your bro.
1: Really? 25,
0: 20, twenty five
1: back rub well he gets back rubs anyway, whether he wants them or not. <laughs> twenty and no back rubs, and you put your shirt back on, <laughs> but I was watching a couple other lots I was showing you, Joe uh there oh. was a couple of PlayStation Two lots that had really great titles in them. Oof, it was like someone's really choice collection.
0: well, let's just say the cases look good,
1: yeah, you had no idea if you know what the discs look like. you had no idea if there's manuals in them. You had no idea what even the covers look like. All you could see was the spines, but there's all the, the Zeno, Zeno saga one, two, and three and wild arms. And I don't know what else. There was a ton of great titles, two lots of them. And, uh, did last I, it, yeah, I was going to ask, did you see what it sold for? It, it doesn't show you what things finalized for, for some reason they want to keep that secret, but last I looked, it was both lots we're getting close to the 200 mark each. Wow. So that yeah. I tapped out of them. I was bidding on them. I think, uh, I went up to 60, I think on those. And then I'm like, no way I can't go any further, but just, I, wonder, I think Xeno gears three is worth a hundred bucks or something like that. So,
2: so I, uh, I was just going to say, I wonder if it's somebody I know Well, kind of know, um, I'm just looking here, but it doesn't look like it. There's somebody that posted that they were going to be at the BG with a bunch of PS2 stuff. So I wasn't sure if it was that lot or not, but I'm just quickly looking here and it doesn't look like it is.
1: Yeah, the way it was going, they were eating away any of their profit. There, there would still be a little bit left, but they were eating away at it pretty, pretty good. And people were ignoring this master system lot. So I was, I thought I would get it a lot cheaper, but it ended up. Going up a bit, going up to a couple Wonder Boys worth.
0: Do you bother with those uh, auctions, Haji or eBay?
2: I've seen that auction site. I've watched it. I've never tried bidding on anything. I know you're supposed to. Yeah, I think you have to set up an account to bid on them or something along that lines. And I've just never taken the time to do it. Um, I stay away from eBay for the most part, unless there's something I really, really need. I. You, you don't find too many deals on eBay, in my opinion, unless you're really digging search, especially up in Canada because the shipping just kills us, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not even just the shipping, but the conversion too, because a lot of the times it's always in US funds.
1: Yeah. I love this auction place because I I can go pick my shit up the next day. It's
2: just. Oh well, yeah. I just noticed good. that place the other day. Actually, I drove past it. I'm like, oh, there it is. I know that place now. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. And uh, and there's a 15% cost, uh, auctioneers, whatever, cost. So 15 for them and then another 15 for uh, tax. So uh, 30% on top of your bids. Oh, Oh, I did
2: not know that.
1: But at least you get to pick the stuff up the next day. Oh, but they also do this soft clothes business, which is really maddening. If you're one of these sniping type people that like to wait until the last minute and get in there in the last eight seconds with a bid, whenever they get a bid in the last two minutes, it, uh, refreshes. It adds another two minutes.
2: Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> it's, it's hard as a bidder to watch that. And the clock is counting down and then another, you get a bid and another two minutes goes on there. Oh, you son of a, it's really frustrating. But uh, yeah, then this morning I went out to pick that up and did the thrifts, and there was just lots of stuff. I don't know. I got my first Game Boy finally. I'm a Game Boy owner now.
2: Like original Game Boy.
1: Yeah, Ridge. It was at uh, it was at one of the thrifts, not Value Village, and, and it was under the glass. And this this place not having crazy prices if it's under the glass. But I asked to see it, and they had just 15 bucks on it, straight up, no justification, 15 bucks. Uh, And it had the back battery cover. There's some scratches on the display, but nothing terrible. It was very clean, except I couldn't test it. I didn't have any batteries on me, or they didn't have batteries. No way for me to test it. Took a chance on it, and then I was showing Joe. I was sending Joe pictures of all the stuff to get him jealous, and I tried to turn the sucker on, and nothing. No sound and no, no display, but the battery light would come on. So I'm like, oh, I guess I kind of got hosed on this. Could probably get my money back for a non-working Game Boy or fix it. You know, I know uh J Rock has some videos out there how to fix Game Boys. And then uh I noticed the contrast scroll. Maybe I should try that. <laughs> and <then> the screen <laughs> lit up. They're like, well, I still don't have sound. Oh, maybe I should try the volume on there. Yeah, okay. Yep. Volume and picture. So it all works. <laughs> gotta work the knobs, that's all. Yeah, I went to college for fixing knobs, but, you know. But, yeah, lots of good stuff. Lots of good stuff to get on the Ebays, too, today. What were you doing, Joe? Uh, Today was a day of running around. After I dropped my son off,
0: I went right to the dealership to get the summer tires finally put on the car. Squeezed in the oil change as well. Then went to the sleep clinic to get the mask exchanged. And then... I did a little bit of uh, thrifting around, picked some stuff up. And then I went home and started de-winterizing the backyard, putting out the patio furniture and all that crap, trying to clean out the shed and
1: garage. Oh yeah. I was very happy it rained today because I did not want to go out and do work outside. Oh, you got rain? <laughs> we didn't get any yet here.
0: Ours is supposed to be overnight. So yeah, that was it. And, uh, oh, we got a new barbecue on Sunday. So that was
1: nice. What? You just got a new barbecue. Yeah, you had a new one already. No, I didn't. That was five years old. Well, let's buy a barbecue every year. I'm a no. joke.
0: <laughs> every five years. Listen, it was just a cheap one anyways, like a $250 barbecue. And that's why it lasted five years. We said enough is enough. This time we're going to, we've had two barbecues since we've been married together, which shows you the quality that we bought. So we said enough is enough. Here we and, go. Uh, here we, uh, here we go. Here we, we go. Here we go. a
1: good solid barbecue. Napoleon.
0: No.
1: Weber. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that's okay. I think I deserve it after 10 years. Yeah. Let's spend four grand on a barbecue. No, why I not? Didn't spend- <laughs> don't make shit up. Uh, no, it was just, it was a middle of the range Weber and uh, hopefully it
1: lasts. I don't know. Where'd you get it from?
0: At a barbecue world store in, in, uh, down by the highway.
1: I went to the barbecue dealer. <coughs> Jesus Christ. So did you, are they delivering it to you?
0: No, I got it on the weekend. So I put it together on Sunday and we've been enjoying it the last couple of days. Where is it? Up, uh, up on the landing by the back door there or down below? Yeah. Up on the deck now.
1: So you can have like, uh. You can have the help work the barbecue down below and then you work the nice one up top. No, that other uh, one's
0: rotted out. We got to get rid of it. That's going to be called the I, uh, what's it called? Those uh, scrapyard pickup guys who come pick up the metal.
1: What? If you just roll it out there, will it be gone?
0: Yep. But I don't want it sitting in my front driveway for till garbage day.
1: You don't think it'll be gone within a day? Just put the no, free I stand think,
0: on it. No, more people. Uh, you see the scrap guys going around usually on garbage days, right? Mm, I'd rather no. just call a company, come pick it up, and uh, this way I don't have to see it.
1: I'd rather pay someone to come I don't get pay. it. Hey, it's free. <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> uh, So what did you eat? What did you cook on this massive? Dude, no uh, one cares, man. I, what I was care. the
2: first meal? What was the first meal?
1: The first one was
0: um, pork chops. No, well, the pork chop was for work, but we had, uh, steaks and, uh, potatoes. Baked potato? Uh, the little mini potatoes and you, you wrap them in uh, tin, tin foil, foil and do all that shit on the barbecue, right? It was good. It's the, Kristen those, did it with meat.
2: One of the cues where you got the little side thing, if you want to boil some water with it too. No,
1: we didn't bother with that. We just no? went to the straight grill and that's it. Yeah. On a Weber, that's another grand to get the side burner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They are out of control on the Weber's, man. So what's, uh, what are the, what's the, you know, the grill made of, is it ceramic or is it some kind of new material that we don't even know about yet? It's just metal. It's just metal. It's some kind of metal metal. coated with something.
0: Yeah. Is it the squiggly
1: bars or is it straight bars? It's the straight, um, the straight silver
0: bars, wherever those ones are.
1: You know, this, this reminds me, um, cause we're all meat eaters here. Have you heard what's going on with this restaurant in Toronto? This antler restaurant? Yeah. The guy I was on, on, uh, he was on he Joe Rogan's podcast. Me. He was on Joe
0: Rogan's podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on, uh, I think it was last week or the week before. It's was actually a pretty decent interview.
1: So for those people that don't know, there's this little restaurant in Toronto. That's it's been there for a little while. And, uh, it's had, you know, it's just a modest restaurant and it serves locally sourced, uh, you know, food or game as it were like deer and moose and whatever else I'm sure steaks and all kinds of stuff. And, uh, the, who are these people, these people who don't have jobs, they've decided to protest all the time in front of his restaurant, um, I guess they're vegans and, uh, now they're claiming it's speciesism or species speciesism that, uh, he's being like bigoted towards deer or something. Cause he'll eat a deer, but he won't eat a dog. And that's, that's their angle now. Anyways, they've been protesting constantly for the last couple months. And his business has exploded since, because they're just giving him free advertising every single time they show up there. And he, you can't get a, you can't get a table there. He's got reservations for miles, and uh, celebrities have weighed in on it, saying they want to eat there. And I guess he said he was on the Rogan thing. What do you have to say for Joe Rogan?
0: Uh, just essentially the same stuff that you've just been talking about. It all originated from he wrote. Uh, You know how, like, those stores put, like, little chalk signs in the front or whatever? He did something he made one day. He did, like, a a witty little comment, like, uh, meat is the new kale. (laughs) And a vegan who was riding by on his bike saw that, and that's what originated this whole nonsense going on, right? So, basically, it originally is a couple nice peaceful protests where the guys would show up with just like signs and, and not cause any issues. And then gradually as more people showed up, uh, they started harassing patrons, uh, stopping people from going in uh, yelling at patrons. So they had to have like um, police. He had to pay to have police there for, you know, the nights that they were open for service. Yeah. It's just been an ongoing thing. I didn't realize it was, still escalating if it's if they're carrying on like that trying to but you're right though like it's aside from it being a nuisance for him and his patrons it's sort of like a win for him too right if he's bringing in all this extra business and
2: now this was the same place was it not where the protesters were out front and he brought the deer out i believe he started carving it in front of the window where they were protesting
0: that's the same place yeah
2: yeah so his little protest was uh, to protest their
1: protest, and the news reporters love talking to these protesters, and they they just sound completely off their rocker. That it's just, I don't get it. If they want to do their thing, go do their thing, you know. I, why you have to uh, try to interfere with someone else's business?
2: I I don't know. I don't know why they have the time to do that either. That's, they don't yeah. have jobs to be at.
0: And there's a nope. butcher shop right across the road too. But they don't bother with that.
1: Yeah. They could be going after the, the McDonald's even, but you know, we'd rather go after this guy who's responsibly sourcing local meat, which seems to me to be a good thing. I, you know, I don't know. However, I just thought I'd bring that up. See if you guys heard about it. It's hilarious. Every time I see it in the news. Now I want some meat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I saw, I've been watching uh, on Netflix, Lost in Space. How is that? I
0: haven't started that yet.
1: I think the grumblings online have been, it's terrible, right? Isn't that? It's been, uh,
0: well, I don't know what the truth is to that, but you're right. It's anything that you hear about it. You just hear people reiterate that, oh, it's supposedly it's not very good or whatever. But what do do you
1: think? I think it's great. Yeah. I'm loving it. Yeah, I think it's really it's really good. It's it's uh the science fiction adventure that I like, you know? It's full of uh junk science and stuff and everyone can sound really smart and uh nothing's dumbed down it seems. But the the biggest thing I notice is they don't fall on the same crutch of shoddy storytelling like uh The Walking Dead does or something like that where Uh, Drama is created by stupid decisions. (laughs) They all seem to make good decisions. They just have bad luck on lost in space. Like you'll see them go down this line where this kid is, you know, being manipulated by the evil doctor or whatever. And you could see oh, this kid's going to make a stupid decision here. He's going to buy this line from the doctor and all that. And he doesn't, he just, no, that makes no sense. If I do that, I'm just going to continue doing what I'm doing. And you go, Wow. Wow, he didn't make a terrible decision. I love it. And then they just have natural crises, crises that they have to overcome. I'm giving it full thumbs up. I like it. It's got a cool robot. It's got uh, Parker Posey's in it. You know, I always like Parker Posey. Mm, no, she's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> she's Venus. <a laughs> wow. Yep, I said it. Well, back in the day, she was. She was a Fox. She man.
0: was the, uh, she was the indie queen. Yeah, Wizard absolutely. Bowl. Uh, what about you, Haji? You watching an interest in watching this or you watching anything else? I, you
2: want to I haven't watched that. I saw the preview just the other day and I thought, Oh, just from the preview, I'm like, Oh, what's this? It looks kind of cool. And then at the end of the preview, it was lost in space. I'm like, well, maybe I got to give it a shot. I haven't yet but uh like i said they sh- in the one preview they showed that robot that bill mentioned and it looks pretty cool so if i can give it a chance i will uh watch it i know i think bill mentioned this earlier but uh, or one or two podcasts ago i can't remember but santa clarina diet we're uh we're just about done with the second season of that and we're we're wanting more and we haven't even finished it yet so that's an awesome show. it's mm. definitely worth a, a watch if you haven't watched that yet.
0: Yeah, I two haven't seasons. watched that one yet. No,
2: two seasons on Netflix, power through it. And it's nice, half hour show. I'm loving the half hour shows. There's so many like forty five minutes to one hour shows out there. And it's just sometimes it's too much to watch. Half hours, loving it.
0: I always find with the half hours though that it if I if I'm enjoying it that much, it it leaves me empty or wanting more when it's done. Like it's just it finishes too quick. Kind of thing for me. Right.
2: I can see that like the whole season in general, it's, it's only 10, 12 episodes.
0: Well, like even the half hour shows, it's like, I know what you mean when you say uh, for sometimes that half hour is just the right amount of hit for you. And it just, it does the trick, right? You don't, you don't find that they tend to rush things sometimes with that half hour format.
2: Well, I don't think so. No, no. If anything, they expand it to just continue on to the next episode.
1: It's it's just more compact uh, a block of time for Joe. So he, he'll he start the show, and then when he wakes up, it's done. And it's <laughs> he doesn't have that full hour to sleep during it. So uh, <laughs> I can a, see where he's coming from. But that, yeah, that Santa Clarita, that last episode's tough because, you know, it's the last one. You know, it's yeah. like, oh, man, this is so good. And I've also watched uh, Enter the Badlands has come back. That's on AMC. It's a, uh, I think it's Sunday night time slot or Saturday night. We've talked about it before. Uh, post-apocalyptic in the future, you know, these fiefdoms exist and, uh, there's no guns or anything, but you know, everyone's pretty rad with a sword. And, uh, there's these barons that control certain amounts of land and the barons have, you know, warriors and armies to protect them and just the politics and all that. And it has everything
0: it. that bill wishes he had in his life.
1: So it, uh, it came back and it was pretty good, but I, I was, uh, there's something that bugged me because there was some great fight scenes, and like last season, it was all about the fight choreography it was so good and, and on, on, uh, just perfect. And this time there was a bit of, uh, like crouching tiger, hidden dragon physics, where they allow the laws of physics to bend a little bit, you know, dancing on trees stuff. And, uh, you know, my shows, when they establish their rules, they have to stay within their rules. So a normal human, you shouldn't be able to bend physics like that. Now there's this other group of like enhanced humans in this show. Sure. They can get away with it. They can do all kinds of cool stuff. And there was this one, there was a cool scene where one of these enhanced humans came across a guy with a crossbow and he fires a crossbow at her and she just catches the bow between her two fingers, like cigarette style, and then snaps it with her two fingers. That was amazing. But then if it's just regular human stuff, they can't be flying through the air. That, that bugs me. And I think that's new for this season. I haven't seen the latest episode. I don't know if they're going to continue with that or tone it down, but
0: you're right. They should have left it that way where, like you said, these enhanced humans. Yeah. They could have that ability, but you know, the, the original characters or the older ones obviously don't, but that's their struggle. And that's part of what makes the story interesting because you want to figure out how are they going to use what they can Get or their their own abilities to their own advantage to somehow you know surpass or
1: outsmart or outthink these uh, enhanced humans. Right. Well, I still recommend that show. I you know the costumes are great, the acting is great, everything the the mood, the look, the way it's shot, everything's cool about it. I really uh, I got to tell you to check out Enter the Badlands, Haji, I think you would like it.
2: Yeah, and I'm pretty sure the first two seasons are on Netflix as well, so it'd be easy one to watch.
1: Are they on Netflix?
2: I'm almost positive they're on Netflix now. I swear I saw it the other night.
1: One other thing, you know, I gave some YouTube, uh, channels, some, uh, I, I told you folks about some YouTube channels a couple shows ago. I've, uh, got suckered into watching Jay Leno's garage on YouTube now. <laughs> and, uh, not, I've never been, you know, the Jay Leno fan, especially what happened with, uh, him and Conzie. But, uh, Watching Fallon and them every night, I kind of miss. I kind of miss Jay Leno because I just miss the straight up panel chat show. You know, the the old fashioned monologue and bring on the guests. And there, uh, Jay Leno didn't know how to do that. He didn't know how to do that, anyways. And he does. He has a legendary uh, car collection. And he, uh, I think it's on MSNBC too every week. But if you go to his YouTube channel, you can watch all the episodes and he's just been, uh, showing some crazy vehicles on there. Not just the ones he owns, but people bring crazy vehicles to him. Like, uh, he had one of the original show, uh, Knight Rider kits on and, uh, that a guy had found in a junkyard that had been dismissed by the studio And uh, just last week, I think, was Jay's own Lincoln Continental. Uh, I think it was 66 or 67. Had the suicide doors and all electronic uh, convertible top. But all that convertible top was all done by vacuum tubes and relay switches because that's how old it was. They said, like, this car is most complicated automobile out there just because of all the vacuum tubes and all the bullshit to get all those luxury items going for this sixties era car. And that was a good episode. I know Joe likes watching that stuff too, even though he's muted me, he would come on and say, yes, I watch that channel as well. Well, you saw me watch, you saw me (laughs) watch it at work. Isn't that how you got it? No, no. No, no. Well, how was it? Cause I know Jay Leno. I've been working with Jay Leno for years and years, 20 you years. Don't, you don't like him. So why would you check out his channel? Well, he's been with me. He's like that guy who's always with you. Right. Keep an eye on him. Is that what you do to me? <laughs> <laughs> So that brings us to this giant milestone you had, Joe. Tell me about how this Mazda of yours has made 300,000 kilometers. Yeah.
0: I just hit three, uh, 300,000 K. Uh, I didn't notice it cause I was, I took, I was taking my son to Taekwondo tonight and as we got into the parking lot, I just happened to look down, it just happened to be exactly on, was it exactly on three? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't even plan it. So I took my picture and, uh, that's it, man. That car is dying. I don't <coughs> know if I'm going to make it up the berry.
1: <laughs> oh. Is it really dying though? Is it leaking
0: oil or anything like that? No, but the actual muffler of the car is, is more in the center of the body. So the pipe that comes from the the tail of the muffler and then down the rest of the car out to the part where you see at the back of the car has separated from the muffler. So that's just hanging by itself. So my it's like, you know. It sounds like one of those cars that's souped up, but it's not. It's still it's really,
2: drivable. Just oh, a little, yeah, it's, little, yeah, it's little just noisy.
0: Louder than I would like. And um just things are going here and there. I could I could probably count ten things on my fingers wrong with it. But uh that's it. I don't want to put any more money into it. And you know, we're just getting um some new windows put in the house and we gotta do a new roof this year, so just getting <sighs> smashed with
1: everything. So go buy a Weber grill. (laughs) Listen,
0: I don't have any money though.
1: The the barbecue was,
0: we we actually had to cut out a window so that we could afford (laughs) (laughs) the barbecue. We're not getting all the windows done in the house because we can't afford that. Getting some done, just the ones in the main bedrooms. And uh, so that's it. Uh, I'm going to ride this bad boy out till it dies. If it dies on the road, I'm just going to take the plates off of it and walk away. (laughs) So it's not, it's not on the way up to Barry when it's full of video
1: games. (laughs) No plans then to get anyone.
0: No, I'll probably go Honda next just cause I've never had one before.
1: See what those, uh, those people are all about. Good work, man. Getting a Mazda 300,000. That's well done. Is that did the dealership take pictures of it and stuff for you? No,
0: cool. holy smokes! No, I I think they do stuff to it to make me want to put money back into it. While well, they, they see wa- you coming, they keep finding things wrong with it. All right,
1: so I th- I think uh, I think we're good. Is that right. good? Is that enough for today? Oh, there was a big announcement. There's a big announcement we have to do. First of all, I want to thank Haji for coming on the STC Pod. We are your only podcast to get the founder and creator of the Berry Game Exchange on a podcast the week before the show. So thank you for coming on. I couldn't believe that you would, oh, come on, that you would have oh, time. But
2: <laughs> <burning>. <laughs> we still made it. That's all that matters.
1: Mm, when, uh, I don't know. When My, money's like My money's on Vegas. My money's on Vegas. Haji's a big Leaf fan, so I had to, had to put one stake in him at least. You are going to stop with the Leafs now, right? You you must realize now there is no chance that this team will ever see you through, right?
2: Oh, one day we're we're on the Shannon plan still. We got time another couple of years.
1: <laughs> you had the talent this year. This you should have definitely we, gotten we, out of the first. Not uh,
2: all of the talent.
1: Oh, boy. Oh, back
2: end. Our back end's a little rough.
1: Can I tell you the years when Montreal made it to the conference final? (laughs) Not one brand name, just nothing but heart and grit got them there. (laughs) They do that every couple of years. It's just you can set your watch to it. Anyways, uh, Haji, me and you, we have an important announcement to make. Should we do it? Huge announcement.
2: Huge announcement.
1: You want me to do it or you want to do it?
2: You can do it. You can do it. Huge announcement.
1: Well, you know what? I did get a passport recently and, uh, the guy on the phone with us here, Joe was my, uh, agent. He stood for me. He stood up at the altar for me so I could get it. And did they call you and ask you about me? Of course. Yeah. What did you say? I said, you should probably
0: check him at the border. So, uh, make a note in the computer.
1: (laughs) I got the passport and it is in my possession. And then, uh, I put in for my summer vacation. We are, it, it's so frustrating. We can only put in for two weeks to guarantee two weeks of uh, what you want off. So the two weeks I chose was in July and, uh, took that with the passport and, uh, grabbed my buddy, Haji in a vehicle. And I think we're going stateside and, uh, we're going on a massive road trip to go to the shakartridge con triple C in Chicago. That's going to be a wild ride. That's going to be fun. It's going to be great.
2: I'm looking forward to this. Uh, just, uh, yeah. I mean, take our time. Like you, like you, we were talking, we're going to hit up every single thrift store we can find between here and there. We'll bring bring down a boatload of stuff with us to uh to have for trading and selling and whatever. Um I'm looking forward to seeing the crew and just kind of doing the whole guy trip road trip thing. It's uh, honestly it's something I've never really done. Um so I'm I'm looking forward to it and uh it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I also there is a chance and, and we'll have to see what your, your schedule is of when your days are booked, but uh, possibly maybe heading down a day earlier. I don't know yet. So
1: mm. yeah. Um, well I got uh, two weeks off in that time period. So, you know, I got to work something out, uh, kids wise to get them squared away, whatever. But, uh, it, it should be, we're like at 95% surety at this point, 95, nice. 96. So, very that's going good. to be good times. You've already booked a hotel room.
2: We are booked. We got a hotel one, room. Uh,
1: one double bed for us. Uh, I,
2: I think it's a queen.
1: <laughs> oh, queen luxury. Good. <laughs> Two CPAP machines on either side of that sucker.
2: Damn right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Heart shaped bathtub. Right. Yeah. So all that's missing, I think. Yeah, you know, I think uh, all that's missing is Joe. Hashtag. <laughs> I told you where my money was going this year. Weber grill (laughs) with the side burner and rotisserie. Well, priorities. Okay. You are going to miss out, Joe. Like this is going to be. I know I will. I know I'm, I'm jealous, but
0: at the same time, you guys have a great time and I'll just live vicariously through, uh, I'm sure there'll be tons of YouTube videos after the fact and a whole bunch of tweets. Have a great time. Yeah,
1: it'll be good. Yep. Bill and Hodge in Chicago. That it that will be happening. That's gonna be crazy. And there better be a deep dish pizza happening. That's all I can say. Oh yeah. Like, watch out, deep dish pizza people, because poof. That's been a long time coming. So yeah, what's the date of that, Hodgie
2: Uh, that is the like July. Was it 29th? No, no. What the heck is it now?
1: I already got it in my calendar somewhere around there in the twenties, 27th.
2: Yeah. So the 27th is a Friday. Okay. So we're either leaving that morning or possibly the day before.
1: All right. So all you people on the fence out there, this is a cartridge club convention happening in Chicago at that date. And all of us from all over Canada and the United States and beyond are all coming together that weekend in Chicago. And it's going to be wild times. There'll be lots of craziness going on. Get to meet lots of fun people, have lots of good times. And uh, it'll, you know, last year at BGE, we had a ton of cartridge club people come from all over. And um, that was amazing. And this promises to be bigger than that so it's very exciting it's gonna be a blast if you guys are on the fence just book it off and just do it because like me i was thinking first off i'm not going to make that effort to go do that because i'm lazy and then i thought what what is stopping me from doing this let's let's live our lives and have some adventure here and just do it it's one weekend who cares go and do it so I'm doing it, and I hope other people can uh, join us that weekend. Anyways, um, Nintendo Hodge of Barry Game Exchange fame, thanks for coming on STC Pod. Uh, why don't you tell the folks where they can find you and all that jazz?
2: Yeah, just uh, check me out at berrygameexchange.ca. I do have a YouTube channel, uh, haven't been as active as of late, but I'm hoping that'll change once the art sale season kicks in. So you can check me out on YouTube as well at Nintendo watch.
1: The man knew who to, knew how to blog. That's for sure. <laughs> Haji was daily blogging and I was loving it, Yeah, but it was putting you in an early grave, right?
2: A little bit. Yeah. So I had to step back, but Hey, we'll see what, uh, what summer brings and, definitely be doing the art sales and I'll look forward to, uh, put those videos back up.
1: Cool. Great. Joe, you want to bring us on home? What?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, well, you can find bill on Twitter at STC pod. I'm on Twitter at AC Decepticon. You can go to stcpod.com for all of your shopping needs through Amazon. Uh, we get a little bit of a scratch, a little bit of a kickback on that, which we use towards uh, paying for our podcast services and whatnot. And really, I think the important thing to really promote is just the Barry Game Exchange. Go to www.berrygameexchange.ca. It is Sunday, May 6th from 12 to 4 p.m. at the East Bayfield Community Center. That's 80 Livingstone Street East in Barry. 140-plus tables of everything geek from uh, tabletop games, magic, door prizes, uh, new and used video games, accessories, everything like that. Uh, missions $5 at the door. Kids 10 and under are free. Uh, still VIP available for $10, and that allows you access at 11 a.m. Beautiful. Sound good, Haji?
2: Couldn't have said it better myself.
0: Alrighty. Hey, we are your biggest supporters. I, I can see that, and I appreciate it.
2: All right,
1: Audge, it's up to you. Let's finish this puppy off.
2: All right. Thank you, guys. Post it and post it.